All right, good morning, 9970JX. Hi there, Kelly. Hello. You doing well? Uh, it's a migraine morning, but I'm pushing through. Oh, okay. Yeah. Head not feeling good? No, I've been Did laying you? on the floor in the dark for a half hour. So what is it? Is it like one of those things where it just comes on or are there things that you do that yeah, it uh, triggers it or whatever? It wakes me up and it starts at the base of my skull and encompasses my entire head. Mm. I got a little special neck thing. So I have to take the medicine, lay on the floor on the neck thing in dark for a while before I can function. And now I can sit. I can sit up. All right. So we're making progress. All right. Progress is key. We're just sometimes you just got to climb the mountain yeah. a little bit. All right. I got you. Yeah. How uh, are you? Doing well. My pants, I feel like, are fitting a little tighter. <laughs> and so you're struggling as well. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if it's I, I, I still continue to, you know, run, but I don't do much other than that. I don't like do weights or other workouts. I do yeah. I do the jogging and that's about it and I've noticed that my uh like certain pants I'm just, that that don't have like the little elasticy stuff in it like yeah because jeans mostly nowadays have a little bit of stretch in them they do I think women's more than men's probably why well, all the jeans I wear they yes. uh, they're a little I, stretchy I would say unless they're really really old jeans are a little bit stretchy. They have a little bit of a stretch to them. And I, it's a genius invention. And I got to be honest. Spandex. I kind of like that. Yes. I never thought I'd be a guy that likes stretchy pants like that, but you know, you... You need a little give. You mask them by saying, no, they're denim jeans. And I'm like, all right, sure. But, uh-huh. but you know, when I wear, I, I have these certain pants on that aren't, uh-huh. they aren't stretchy. And I was, right. I was feeling it in the waist and I'm like, huh. Yeah, have they always have they always been like this? And I'm trying to think back, and I'm like, no, I don't think they've always well, 100% been like this. Cotton, yeah, yeah unless they got a little like at least two percent of the spandexy in there. Mm-hmm. Is that all you need? Is two percent to make it better? Yeah, most of them, yes. That's that's a great invention. It really is. Whoever decided to incorporate the spandex in the jeans, mm-hmm. genius. Yeah. They're not getting enough credit. No, not not at all. Because when you step away from that model into yeah. other things, it can be a harsh reality for you. It's noticeable. And yeah. you really can't go back. So listen, you're dealing with a migraine. I'm yeah. dealing with equally as troubling um, uh, things this morning. Yes, equally. In in that, you know, it's my mental and physical state. You know, it's yeah. it's just your head and your, your brain. I mean, for yeah. you, it's my mental and physical for me. Yes. So it's all that. It's all of that. So we're, you know what? But we're going to try to do our best to push our bodies. So I'm just saying through a show. I'm just saying, you know, you have your struggles. I do too. Yeah. Anyways. But yeah, that's great. No one wants to hear about all that stuff. Uh, <laughs> all right. So hey, this morning we've got a bunch of stuff to get to: misconnections, Ed Sheeran tickets, little kid, uh-huh. drunk adult. We've got uh, some drama set for the show a little bit later. Phone taps. Real quick, let's get to some sports. Last night, big night as the NBA has a new leading scorer. All-time leading scorer. That title was Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's for decades. Former Laker, now current Laker. LeBron James 
has that record. Looking for James. He's got it. LeBron James, a shot in history. There at three thirty-eight thousand three hundred eighty-eighth point in their loss last night. So uh, a little bit of a happy, a little bit of sad, I guess, if you're hoping that they win. But uh, kind of a cool moment in history there. Uh, from I'm not even going to mention Yovel. Uh, uh, they uh, they played Pitt. We'll just say they didn't win. All right. Okay. All right. All right we'll but just, they tried hard. They tried their best, yeah. which is really all we can ask. Yes. Did uh, they have good attitudes? That's why I tell my son, just have good attitudes. Yeah, I think so. I <laughs> no think so. What happens? A big sporting event happening this uh, Sunday, and Rihanna is going to be performing, and there is a 75 inch television audio system and food from Drake's for you uh, to enjoy. Uh, just get up to WDJX.com and get into win that just uh, like today and a little bit of tomorrow because then we got to deliver that sucker to you on Friday. All right. Oh, wow. Yeah. And, yeah. and good luck, you know, finding a place yeah. on your wall. 100%. It's, it takes up space. You know, and everybody, you hear this every single year. Broadcasters try to dance around all the copyright rules of the quote big game. You know, right. Like you can't if you're some sort of promotion, you have to pay to be able to say 100 percent Super Bowl. Now, if you're just referring to the game, we're allowed to say Super Bowl like we're doing right now. Super Bowl, Super Bowl. Right. So, yeah, exactly. Bars, restaurants, they can't promote things like a Super Bowl watch party. And and we can't promote, you know, a Super Bowl contest or anything like that because they're not allowed to use the term Super Bowl. Right. That's why we're calling it the Rihanna Rager. Yes. And there may be another way around it as well. Due to trademark and copyright laws, we've swapped out the first letters to make this bit legal to broadcast according to NFL rules. Don't miss Booper Soul Sisty Fevin. It's the chances Kitty Seifs against the Philadelphia Feagles. Watch the quarterback matchup between the Seifs' Matrick Mahomes and the Feagles' Halen Jurts. And don't miss the Booper Soul Shaft Time Ho featuring Rihanna. Eat some Wiccan Chings, drink some deers, and enjoy the big game. Watch football on your Tig Benfoot screen this Sunday. It's Booper Soul Sisty Fevin only on Fox. See? I think we figured out a way around it. Like pig Latin. I love it. I love it. That's what we got to do. Louisville is getting pranked. Oh, my God. Who set you off to this? Here comes another Ben Davis phone tap on 99.7 DJX. Well, Phoebe said, I love to listen to your phone tap calls, and I'd love to have you call my husband, Evan. He really appreciates your kind of humor. Oh, good. (laughs) I think it would be great if you pranked him. All right. Well, um, just so happened, Phoebe has her car in to get an oil change. So, well, naturally, Robert Hossenpepper is the mechanic and needs oh, sure. to call about a problem. Welcome, Evan, to your phone tap. Hello. Uh, hi there. I'm looking for Evan. Uh, who's this? Hi, Evan. Robert Hossenpepper down at the garage. Your wife brought your car in for an oil change. Oh, right. Yeah. So the car's ready for pickup. Well, not exactly. That's why I'm calling you. We ran into a little snag. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, so we finished the oil change. We brought the car down from the lift. I'm taking one more look under the hood, and, and what do I see? 
Now, there's a squirrel in there. <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah, that's what I say. A squirrel, a baby squirrel. I, I, I'm with the car right now. We got the hood up. Uh, um, uh, and there's a squirrel in there, you're telling me. Well, I can't see him right now. I mean, let me see. I, I, he just keeps ducking in and out of the engine compartment. Okay, well, I mean, how did he even get in there? Well, that I don't know, but he's in there now. And whenever we try to grab him, he ducks back in there somewhere. It's like playing whack-a-mole. He's he's a little guy, and there's a bunch of places for him to hide around the engine, I guess. Uh, okay, yeah, I get it. Um, but um, and this is why you're calling me. I'm kind of confused. Well, I'm not sure what you want us to do here. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I guess I'd say you've got to get the squirrel out of my car, right? I mean, we've been trying to get him out for about a half an hour now. I mean, we've been trying to move stuff out of the way so we can find the little guy. I mean, I took the air filter out, then I took out the battery. Uh, you got to be kidding me. You're kidding me, right? Yeah, we took out both headlights, too, because it oh seemed like God. you might climb in there, too, little sucker. Oh, my gosh. Are you being serious? You took that much stuff out already? Yeah. I mean, next thing, probably going to take out the cooling fan and the radiator. Kind of a big deal, right? So, wow. Uh, but then we ought to be able to track them down. Okay, no, no. Do not take anything else apart. This is ridiculous. Well, all right, whatever you say. Uh, do you still have the car? Did the car start? Well, I'm not going to start the car. What are you, a monster? I know the little guy's in there. <laughs> Would you do that? All those belts and fans spinning around? That could end real badly for the squirrel. You know what I mean? There'd be a lot of cleanup. That's all I'm saying. Okay, yeah, I understand that, and I get that. So I guess just... I. <laughs> Just don't start the car then right now. I mean, that's going to cost more money. Probably. Well, let me take a look again. I got a flashlight. I'm going to get under the chassis here. See what I can see. All right. I mean, do you see anything? Get under the car here. Uh, well, not yet. <laughs> hey. Hey, Squirrely. Hey, little buddy. Hey, little buddy. Hey, Squirrely. Come on out. Come on out. Oh. Oh. Did you hear that? Not, no, I didn't hear anything. Well, I think I heard, I think I heard some rustling in there. I think he's on... I think he's up on top again. Hang on, let me get up. Let me get up there. Just a second. I'm getting too old for this. Okay, look, look. Can you can you beat the horn? I mean, maybe that'll just scare him. Well, no, I tried that. No go. Uh, I really do think this, like, a loud noise would get him out of there. Well, well you know what? You're on to something. Maybe that's an idea. What? I mean, I've got a boom box here in the shop. I could bring that over by the car, turn on the radio real loud. All right. Uh, I, I guess it's worth a try. Whatever you got to do. Well, what radio station you think I should put it on, Evan? I mean, I was thinking of, <laughs> oh, I don't know, maybe ben, the Ben Davis and Kelly K show, you know. The station that, you know, calls people up like this and pranks them and puts them on the radio. Are, are, are you waiting? What? <laughs> Hi, Evan. How you doing? Ben Davis, Kelly Kay. And yeah, this is called a little phone tap. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> For real? You got to be kidding me right now. <laughs> uh, to be honest, it was Phoebe's idea to mess with you today, but you know what? <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, are you kidding me? Oh, you guys freaked me out. <laughs> oh, man, that was awesome. <laughs> That's great. We're going to put it all back together. We promise. Uh, yeah, I mean, eventually. <laughs> eventually, we'll put your car back together. But the good news, no squirrels were harmed. Oh, that's great. Yeah. The sound effects really added to it. <laughs> I felt like there was a literal squirrel. And good job, like, pretending to get under the car. Yes. All that. Yeah, for sure. That is your phone tap. Sure, it always stinks when you, like, misplace something. You lose something, right? 
That's so annoying. Uh, but if you can manage to make it through the day without misplacing your scissors inside the body of the patient you're working on, you're doing okay. Ooh, scissors? Yeah, we've heard of this before, right? Well, we've heard of like those, you know, like gauze towels or whatever they use during surgery. I've heard of that being left in before, but I've never heard of scissors. So this happened in Brazil. Some surgeons accidentally forgot a pair of surgical scissors inside a local politician's body during a procedure. He he left. Uh, Operation went off without a hitch. Uh, then well, there's one hitch. <laughs> then after about six days, the politician's like, yeah, I don't feel good. Uh, and so they brought him back in. Little, little cat scan revealed, oh, that's where they went. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Don't they? I, I, I thought, isn't there like inventory that has to be taken before they sew people back up? They got to take inventory, right? Make sure they got all their instruments, you know, right? Kelly, I only took a half a semester pre-med. I don't know the ins and outs of the uh, actual surgery room procedures. So, yeah, okay. I don't, don't know how to answer that for you. But If that's not a rule, maybe we implement it. Yeah. So, anyhow, they removed the scissors. He's great. now in stable condition. <laughs> he feels less stabby. Right, that's exactly. Great. Yeah, yeah. They left it in his intestines. So yeah, oh that's my a gosh. Ah, it just it just sounds pokey and ouchy. It does stabby right. pokey ouchy. <laughs> no, that's not where they belong. Right, right. So again, if you can manage to make it through the day without misplacing your scissors inside the body of a patient you're working on, you're doing okay. Oh, but I think he's suing. I, I don't know, but like, I wonder how many times this sort of thing happens, but you catch it. Yes. And you're like, whoop, we almost oh. sewed him up here. That <laughs> would have been bad. I know. Here's my next thought. Like, do you think at any point, like the doctor, surgeon, whatever, is at home later that night, sitting there at the dinner table, mentally recapping the day, and then it dawns on him. <gasps> Yeah. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Did I get those out? I don't remember taking the scissors out. Like, do you, I don't remember seeing the scissors after hmm. the operation. Anyways, if you can manage to make it through the day without misplacing your scissors inside oh the body goodness. of a patient you're working on, well, yeah, you're, you're doing okay. I am so glad I'm not a surgeon. <laughs> that is setting the bar. You know, finding love. Difficult. That's why we scour the internet looking for people who just need that second chance. That first impression. When you strike out in real life, you can always try Craigslist Missed Connections. Ladies first. Sure. I want to play ball with you. Okay. Woman for man. Sure. Me and my girlfriends went bowling last night to celebrate our friend Sharon's divorce. Hooray! <laughs> We were the group on lane 12 drinking some secret yum-yum juice out of a red thermos. Oh, oh, all right. You were the older, yet not so cradle-robby gentleman <laughs> in the lane next to us who kept rolling strikes and pounding Coors Light. Wow. <laughs> By the way, I heart your red bowling shirt with the team name on the back that said, I can't believe it's not gutter. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Very clever. Anyways, I wanted to get your attention by impressing you with my bowling skills. Oh. But it turns out I don't have any of those. Oh, no. So I went with plan B and accidentally threw my ball down the wrong lane and into yours. Oopsie. Oh, well, that's a <laughs> You gave me that what's wrong with you look. <laughs> but I just giggled and jiggled. <laughs> 
and said, whoopsie, sorry, can I make it up to you by polishing your ball? (laughs) You didn't laugh, nor did you take me up on that offer. Instead, you just had the manager kick us out because it was our third warning that night. Oh, gosh. Yeah, my other girlfriend threw up on the shoe rental desk. Oh. Hopefully you see this and I can get to work, get that serious look wiped off your face. I have my ways. Oh, my. Oh, my. Oh, my. (laughs) Shocking she didn't get a number. I can't believe it's not gutter. That's the best bowling shirt (laughs) ever. If you were searching for a bowling team name, take that. Take that now. Craigslist Missed Connection. Man for woman feeding frenzy at the old country buffet. Oh, wow. Oh, you know it's going to be good. With salad in hand. I walked back to my table, and there you were, a shining symbol in a sea of expanding wastelands and greasy fried chicken. Oh, wow. You ambled in front of me, precariously balancing a hefty plate of food on your walker. Wait a second, wait a second. Walker? She's she's using a walker? Mm-hmm. Okay. We had eye contact, I'm sure of it. <laughs> you may have cataracts, but I saw a twinkle in your eye. You may have cataracts, but I saw a twinkle in your eye. That's a great line. Your smile, with or without your teeth, blew me away. I almost lost my appetite as I gazed upon your wonder. Oh. As I made my way to the meatloaf tray, I was in a daze. My hand slowly made its way to the serving spoon, and as I grasped it, your angelic voice rang into my ears. Out of the way, fat boy! I was in line! Already we have pet names for one another. (laughs) The giant heap of mashed potatoes and meatloaf on your plate. You turn and as you walk away, I can see the bounce in your step as your Depends covered sweet tush lulls and teases me. Oh my gosh. (laughs) This is painting a picture. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. You know, a woman with an appetite is a secret fantasy for most guys. Oh wow. And you are not letting me down. Oh, okay. As you lovingly pour butter and cheese sauce over your baked halibut, I suddenly realized that we're soulmates. Yes, I said it, and I know it to be true. So if you see this and can see beyond the feast you've just partaken in, I would like to feast on the buffet that is your body. Oh, wow. Same time next week. Oh, my goodness. I, oh, we've am, got an idea of how old she is. I, uh... How old do you think he is? Am I missing something? I, like, do we need to be going to the old country buffet more often? It sounds like a hotbed hot Sounds bed like a hotbed of activity for sure. <laughs> you know, so whether you are desperately trying to connect with the dude with the I can't believe it's not gutter shirt on at the bowling lane or... I mean, hashtag hot, clever... And bowling skills to boot. Or you found your love of your life in line at the Old Country Buffet. It can only be Craigslist Missed Connection. Depends covered sweet tush, really? (laughs) You watched his performance during the Grammy Awards where he was kind of wearing that silver, um, like, uh, uh, jumpsuit. And then he was on the turntable, the red turntable. And it almost looked like... You know, he kind of tripped, and it was a little bit awkward there at the performance. 
I guess some of the dancers that were there on stage with him revealed that the turntable in the performance was actually going the opposite direction of what they had rehearsed. Oopsies. So everything was backwards. So they had to do the entire routine in reverse, which was really kind of cool. It was, you know, where it's a turntable and, you know, they would kind of like walk and they would stop and then they'd go meet up with other people on uh, the turntable to like uh, dance. And then it, it was, but they had and to do it. they're professional, so they handled it and yep. we never knew. Yeah, well, I mean, but you could tell when Harry jumped on for the very first time, he kind of stumbled because it was going the wrong way. Right. He wasn't expecting <laughs> to be like that. Right, exactly. So uh, kind of an interesting backstory there from the Grammys. It's 9970JX. Good morning, Ben and Kelly. Next is a feel-good story. I mean, this is literally one of the most precious things you will see and or hear all day. It's a little girl who is getting some very big news, and she is precious. All right, let's get to that feel good. This is the most precious thing you will hear and then see all day. A little girl has handed a series of ultrasound pictures of what she thinks is her new baby brother. This is the baby. Mm -hmm. You want to know why it's a lot? Yeah, why? Because the baby's so big? Because it's two babies. A, a brother and another brother? A brother and a sister. <gasps> For real? <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> <laughs> and I was only one you were dying! When you had two babies in, when you tell me that it was a baby brother! I can't believe it! <laughs> I had two! <laughs> <laughs> She just gonna like collapses into her daddy, and she's just like, I can't believe it. She's gonna have a brother and a sister. It is the most joy you will see all day, and it's on our website, wdjx.com. She can't be cuter. I've had a job for the majority of my life where I've had to wake up at an ungodly early time. Same. Uh, I mean, and this dates back to when I was in eighth grade, freshman in high school. I delivered the newspaper, which you had to have it delivered by 530 in the morning or six o'clock in the morning. So oh, goodness. So that was before school thing. Right. So yep. I, I'd have to wake up. And I, I had like I remember for the newspaper, I had an alarm, but my mom, I had my mom and she would just come in and be like, Ben, wake up. And then she'd come in like 10 minutes later. Ben, uh-huh. wake up. She'd uh-huh. turn on the lights in my room, and I hated that. Oh, yeah, that was I harsh. hated when she would force my hand. Uh-huh. And, and I'm like... That was aggressive. I, I, yeah, when she would just walk into my room and flip on the lights. And, oh, wow. It, and then, and then, if I still didn't wake up, then the next thing was to take off the covers. <gasps> so it was, oh. Ben, you have to get up and do the papers. Let's go. So anyways, so it started there and, you know, and then, you know, with radio and morning radio, I I started, you know, when I was an intern doing mornings and stuff like that. And so that was like when I was in college. And so I had the morning show and I had college and I had uh, a real job, quote, real job (laughs) in the evening. Are you by nature a morning person or are you a night owl? Well, I will say that I have adapted to this lifestyle of waking up early but it it took me and when i say years i mean probably decades for me to <laughs> actually 
get used to to where I can now I, I I'm a little bit more of a lighter sleeper than I used to be. I used to be I used to sleep through everything. Mm-hmm. And now the I, I'll set like the coffee maker to go off in the morning a, a little bit before my alarm goes off, and I'll hear the beep of the coffee maker, and that'll like pre wake me up. And then when my alarm goes off, I'm just hit it off and I'm up. And so I don't even hit snooze anymore. Oh wow! So Which, you are you're a reformed snoozer. I am. I'm a reformed snoozer. I used to when I was in college and I had the morning show. I had classes. I had the job that would keep me out until like ten, ten thirty at night. Mm-hmm. I would have three alarms in my bedroom. Yep. I'd have one at my nightstand. I'd have one on a dresser that was at the end of my bed. And, and then I'd have, have one. To, yeah. Yes. And then uh-huh. I'd have one on the other side of the room and they would all go off and I would just hit snooze on all three of them. Uh-huh. Yep. And so it's like, nope, not yet. And you know what? That was fine when it, I was single and when it was just me or my mom was waking me up. Right. But, but once, then when you have a spouse, you have to consider their schedule. And if they don't need to get up for two more hours. Yeah. That could be the most frustrating thing in the world if someone beside you keeps hitting the snooze button. And I know, I mean, you and I both go through this with both being married, yep. having spouses and hearing the alarm go off and all yep. that stuff. And so. I am not a morning person, never have been. I'm a night owl by nature, never really fully adapted to the light, <laughs> to the schedule. I just, I just push through. Someday you'll figure it out. <laughs> Someday. Someday you'll figure it out. <laughs> When you need advice, come to Ben and Kelly. It's group therapy on 99.7 DJX. So Renee says, I've been having the same problem with my husband for years. Mm-hmm. He sets his alarm incredibly early in the morning. Mine goes off about two hours later. Oof. He gets up with his alarm about two thirds of the time. Even then, he's never the first to respond to it. Every single morning for 10 years, I've had to shake him awake to shut off his alarm, and sometimes I have to repeat it every 20 minutes until he gets up. Oh, my gosh. And I don't fall asleep so readily, so I'm often awake in between snoozes. In addition, he's a great sleeper through the night. I toss and turn and wake up for every sound the kids make. When he actually does get up on time, he works very hard on stuff, so I don't want to insist that he can't set his alarm early. Is that just something that I have to deal with? Don't get me wrong. He's an amazing husband in every other way. I just wish our sleeping patterns matched up better. Any compromise to this other than trying to convince him to just get up with his alarm the first time? Kim writes, separate bedrooms, problem solved. Yeah, that's tough on a marriage to just have separate sleeping quarters. But I know that there are some couples who do that, who have, you know, when it comes time to go to bed, one sleeps in one room, one sleeps in the other. And they're like, you know what? It was the greatest solution ever. I know so many people do that. I don't know. I don't think we could. My husband's like, I don't sleep if you're not there. So for him to be able to get good sleep, I got to be there. But then, you know, sometimes, yeah, I will be the tosser and the turner. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he can just sleep like a log all the way through the night. I'm the one that kind of hears everything. I'm listening for everything. My brain will wake me up for all sorts of reasons. So I kind of get that. But yeah, I, I I don't know. Is there, has he been tested? And this is something that Renee obviously can't answer right now because she's not on the phone. But like, I, has he been tested for a, a sleep apnea or something where, you know, uh, or maybe have you uh, been tested for some sort of sleep deficiency where that could 
affect your nightly sleep? Yeah, I don't I don't know. It doesn't sound like he has it because he's sleeping like a baby all through the night. Just doesn't like to get up initially with the alarm. I mean, is it easy to say early bedtime, earlier bedtime? Like, like you don't have to stay up past 10 o'clock or something like that? I don't know. Like, I don't know. I, I don't know. Um, well, yeah, I mean, the only other thing is is she adapts to his schedule and she gets up with him two hours earlier than she needs to and maybe tries to use that time to get things done that normally she would do later. I know a lot of people, my, my grandma used to wake up at four in the morning mm-hmm. just because. She'd like to sit there alone with her coffee. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, and she'd like to have her me. That's when she got her me time because, you know, she got married when she was 19 and had all the kids and she was taking care of people like her entire adult life. So Mm -hmm. that was where she captured some me time. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I know that on the weekend, if my wife is waking up early to go into work or if, uh, you know, weekdays when I have to wake up early, I, I know for me personally, you know, she'll set her alarm. It goes off. She hits it. Sometimes it'll go off again, but I just kind of go back to sleep. You have the ability to do that. Yeah, not everybody. Yeah, I was going to say, not everybody can do that. So, yeah, and I can't either, really. I don't know if this is something that you've dealt with and that you can shine a light on Renee's situation. Um, We'd love to hear it. That's what group therapy is all about. 502 571 9970. So, Renee has an issue with her husband and his sleep schedule. He wakes up two hours before she's supposed to, but she gets up too because she has to actually wake him up because his alarm just gets put on snooze. He never wakes up. Yep. He never wakes up to his alarm. So what she do is she's like, "Uh, is there a compromise? Is there something that's worked for other people that could work here? Here's a genius idea. Favorite Brad says, you guys are my snooze alarm. And just, you know, set it to Ben and Kelly. Maybe he'll want to wake up to listen to what we're talking about. Maybe. Maybe. That's uh, kind of genius. Kim says uh, some sort of like ear um, earbuds or something like Ear that. Earplugs, yeah. And I will say, I actually got this for my wife. It's like a sleep mask, but it has a... Uh, you know, blu- a Bluetooth enabled like little speakers in the ears. So the sleep mask then covers her head, you know, almost like, you know, um, earmuffs sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And so she can listen to, you know, a podcast to go to sleep or some music or whatever she wants to. You know what I mean? That's kind of neat. Now, yeah. can you do those have an alarm so that she won't sleep through her alarm? Well, too? It, well, it would be if you Bluetooth attach it to your phone, then. Okay. You know, your phone alarm would then wake you up. It'd go through the thing. That could work. Haley said my husband and I went through something similar. I had him start setting his alarm on a smartwatch so it wouldn't make an audible sound. It would only vibrate on his wrist. He'd wake up and then not disturb me. Mm. So I think there's a lot of suggestions here where you can have a little bit better night's sleep. And, and Renee, that's I mean, like, I understand sleep. You got to have that. If, oh, yeah. I mean, it it, uh, it makes everything more difficult if you are not well rested. Yep. And these are great suggestions that she could probably do to cope. But then there is actually having a conversation with her husband. Maybe he's not fully aware of how badly it is affecting her and her mood. Maybe if he was made aware of that, he would be <laughs> willing to try to adjust. Uh, Jamie. How about a more realistic alarm time set? Instead of setting it so far early... He could set it for the time he really needs to get up. But, but doesn't that then like kind of bite you where you get into a routine of hitting the snooze a couple times? No, and then- he's 
got into the routine of letting his wife wake him up hitting the snooze. Oh, so all right. He needs to set the alarm and get his butt up. He's grown. <laughs> I have the same problem with my husband. Okay. Like, so if you set it for not the 30 minutes and you tell yourself, oh, I can hit the snooze. No, you set it for the time you need to get up. Now it's going off. I need to get up. It's all in reprogramming and having better habits. Gotcha. He needs to reprogram his habits. Gotcha. Very logical. Jamie, thank you. Y'all have a great day. You too. You too. Andrew the Love Doctor, what's your thought on this? Well, a couple of things. First off, separate beds, not a good idea if you're married. It, it takes away from the marriage, number one. Number two, um, if I'm her, um, I would probably say, okay, here's what's going to happen. I'm going to sleep in another room for a couple of nights. So in the morning, he's forced to wake up on his own because she said he was she was waking him up a lot, right? Yes. Shaking him and so forth. If he she forces the issue where he has to get up on his own, if that happens two or three times in a row, maybe he's late for work or something, that, that, that'll adjust that really quickly where his body and his mind will adjust to where it says, when that alarm goes off, I've got to get up. The only other reason, other thing I can think of is set the alarm a little bit later. Mm-hmm. If he's like, if he's not getting up twenty or thirty minutes after his alarm initially goes off, what's the point? Set up for thirty minutes later, let him get up on his own, and if he doesn't and he's late for work, then that's on him. And trust me, that'll fix that pretty quickly. If he's, uh, if it's affecting his work, he's going to make that adjustment. Absolutely. Andrew, the love doctor, always such sound advice. Thank you. Solid. Keep on loving, guys. All right, I think we got a lot of good suggestions here. Yeah, I mean, I, a lot of people have said that sleeping separately works for them. I don't know if it's going to, but maybe if she says, you know, I've got to sleep in another room for a while because you're kind of killing me with the snoozing, maybe that will make him be like, oh, well, okay, well, I can, you know, I'll try to be better at that. I'll fix it. Mm-hmm. You know, if he's like my husband and won't be able to sleep without her in the room. Yeah. That might be something. But I think, yeah, it starts with having a conversation. Like, maybe he's just fully not aware. Imagine that. It's Communication. <laughs> I know. Solving or starting to solve some of these issues. I know. I know. If, <laughs> if I'm, like, ever disturbing my husband's sleeping, he tells me about it, I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah, I'm going to bend over backwards and do whatever I need to do to make that better because I don't want to irritate him. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure that he doesn't want to irritate her. All right. Well, good luck, Renee. Hopefully that helps a little bit. Ed Sheeran playing a fun little game called Little Kid or Drunk Adult. Let's introduce you to Megan calling us from Jeffersonville, Indiana. Good morning, Megan. Good morning. Megan has strawberry blonde hair, um, drives a red Kia Soul, works with kids with autism, which is awesome, and is engaged and is getting married in 2024. So congratulations. Thank you. So, how long were you guys together before you got engaged? Um, we were together for about nine months, and he proposed oh, wow. in, Ju- yeah, in July of last year um, at Harry Potter World at Universal. <laughs> Magic. So wait, wait, wait. How did he? How did he do it though? So okay. It was, was it like a my- Harry Potter themed proposal? Um, I mean, yeah, it kind of, like, we were at platform nine and three quarters, like, right where they, uh-huh. it was, it's like the fake brick wall yeah, where you yeah. can see, yeah, so he proposed right there. Oh, um, yeah, and my stuff, because his thought process was platform nine and three quarters when they go through the barricade, it's like the beginning of the movies. So it's the beginning of our story. Aww. Oh my gosh, I'm gonna cry. <laughs> it was way more thought out than mine, but. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I think a lot of things are way more thought out than a breakup collage. <laughs> yeah, I. Oh my gosh. It, I'll tell you. <laughs> 
10 seconds, sorry, because I, I proposed to my wife on April Fool's Day by telling her I was breaking uh, up with her. Yeah, that's... I've heard that Yeah, story. yeah, yeah. I, I would not recommend doing that. Well, Anyways, enough about me. All right, Megan, Kelly's going to describe how the game works. Okay, you're going to hear three stories. You have to figure out, did that story happen when the person was a little kid or a drunk adult? Okay. All right, here we go. First one. I got sick on fondue and threw up on everyone at my table. Oh. Oh, oh God. But if you're going to get sick on something, man, fondue probably be good. Delicious. Yeah, but then you couldn't, but then oh. you wouldn't be able to eat it later. That's right? true. Yeah, yeah it'd be like the once tequila I get sick effect food, Yeah, you Kelly. never you never eat it again. Mm. Yeah, that's true. But like what kind of fondue? Was it chocolate or was it cheese? <laughs> he didn't specify. Hmm. Okay. Let's see. I'm going to guess, um, hmm. Kelly, what do you guess? No, no, no. You first. You first. You okay, first. Okay. <laughs> could go either way. I know. Like, it's like he could be drunk and really wanted fondue, and then he got sick, or he was yeah. a little kid and didn't like it, or ate, ate too much. Yes. Megan, was he cooked enough? Megan, we have two more of these to go, so. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry. I'm going to guess little kid. All right. I'll, you say I'll, little I'll kid. Agree. Both and of you say little kid. enough little kid. All right. I was a little kid. There it is. Yes! Yes! Yep, little Yay! kid. You got it. But alcohol was involved. Accidentally, my mom decided to try her hand at cheese fondue at a family gathering. Oh. She apparently didn't realize the white wine hadn't fully cooked off. So here we are, we're chowing down on this cheese, and about 15 minutes later, the room starts to spin. Oh, oh no! Oh, oh no. no! Oh no! He was a drunk little kid. And like the scene out of The Exorcist, I proceed to projectile all over the family oh. table. I haven't touched fondue since. Yeah, you know oh, what? Oh, yeah, no, I, I, uh, I don't believe I was going to say, Megan, you were right on about that. He not touching that stuff since, so. Oh, no, but, like, yeah, you were a drunk little kid, so, like, really, though, which story is this? Like, <laughs> <laughs> right. All right, you are one for one. Let's do the next one. I dyed my friend's cat that was white, purple, and called him Barney. All right. Okay. Oh. I'm gonna say drunk adult. All right, you say drunk adult, Kelly. Yeah, hey, I feel like the obvious answer here is probably a kid, but that makes me want to say drunk adult. So drunk adult. All right, both of you saying drunk adult. I was like drunk adult. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> of course. I was at a buddy's house, and it was like during winter break or whatever. Really wasted on purple Kool Aid and vodka. Anyways, petting the cat, which was solid white. The cat took a swipe at me. And then I pushed it away, knocked my drink over, spilled it all over the white cat. Next thing I knew, the mom was just screaming, what the hell happened to Snowball? Thought, snowball. <laughs> what the hell happened to Snowball? <laughs> oh, no. His name's Barney like, now. Definitely, I mean, that's definitely not something I would do as a kid. No. I would definitely no. do that as a drunk adult, for sure. <laughs> Goodness. All right, you are two for two. Good job, Megan. Last one. I woke up with chocolate frosting, peanuts, and corn in my hair. Hang on. What did he say? Hang on. Chocolate frosting. I woke up peanuts? with chocolate frosting, peanuts, and corn in my hair. Okay, and peanuts. Corn? Peanuts. Nuts. It just sounded yeah. like he said something else. All right. Okay. I didn't get that, Ben, what you probably heard. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you didn't um, hear it? <laughs> I didn't hear it, no, but okay. I know what you think you heard. <laughs> okay. All right. I say a drunk adult. All right, you say drunk adult. Yeah, I'm going to say that too. Although it could be. Retaliation from a younger sibling as a kid, but I'll say drunk adult. I was a drunk adult. There it is. Yes! Three <laughs> for three! <laughs> three for three, Megan! <laughs> we had a big party, and the last thing I remember was trying to make out with this girl. The next day, I woke up to chocolate frosting, peanuts, and corn in my head. 
<laughs> what the <laughs> heck happened there? When I asked my roommate what happened, he said the girl I was trying to make out with was our friend's girlfriend who was visiting. The chocolate frosting prank was their way of saying I was total <laughs> Get it? Yeah. And from that day forward, anyone that was drunk, stupid, and passed out got the drunken head award. And it's, oh, it's been a no. tradition that's been carried on since we left. Oh, oh wow. Wow, a tradition. All that's, right. a, that's a statement. You cross some boundaries, sir. <laughs> that's right. Oh, Megan, three for three, you win. Congratulations. Yay! Enjoy the cheering! Yes! Ah, <laughs> uh, you were uh, you were awesome. So, uh, hang on the line. Give me a couple uh, uh, seconds more of your time, and we'll get more information from you. Okay. Okay. Thank you. All right. Hang on. Oh, she's great. That's great. Love it. You know what? I I would think that last story wasn't a punishment until the corn, like chocolate frosting <laughs> and peanuts. That could be a blessing. Like, look like, at that wow, morning I got snack. A, I got a little Sunday here in my hair. Went sideways at the corn. It did. A little bit. <laughs> All right. If you want to be the star of Little Kid Drunk Adult, then voice note us a little story. Give us a headline. Reveal the answer. Finish the story. Email at Ben and Kelly Show at gmail.com. Yep. Do this every hour throughout the morning. Kelly K. Maybe you saw this viral video of Joe Jonas designing a tattoo for a fan on stage during a show. Oh. That's Demi Matthews. She's been a big Joe Bro fan for a long time, so she wanted to take full advantage of scoring front row tickets to their show. So she made this poster. She drew like a square in the middle mm-hmm. asking Joe Jonas to draw a design for her next tattoo in that square, and he did. Kevin whispers to Joe something while he's drawing. In that moment, I was just like, oh my God. What is Kevin telling him? What is he going to draw? I'm getting even more nervous. When he handed me the poster back, I told him, it's on. And then finally, when I looked down, I was like, oh my God. <laughs> like, he drew a lightning bolt with a cloud. Like, this is so cute. What even is it? It was supposed to be a lightning bolt. A strength is I would not get that. Done. I wouldn't get that. Done. Man, that's a lot of pressure on Joe to just... It- is he's just gotta like freehand this drawing without like a table or anything he's just holding this poster board with a sharpie on stage nick is ribbing him just saying yeah i would i wouldn't i wouldn't get that tattoo if i were you and then joe's just (laughs) like hey make the have the artist make it pretty and then she did take the poster board to a tattoo artist and said i want it exactly like that yeah exactly like that you can see the video it's really cute at wdjx.com yeah, we used to have uh, a, a guy that used to work for us who would have his kids make a drawing and put the tattoo on his arm. Oh and my so, gosh. yeah, I mean, kind of a little bit different, but same concept. Adorable. Yeah, and <laughs> for sure. Hopefully the kids are good artists. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. <laughs> at Ben and Kelly Show, perfect way to get a hold of us on social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. You can shoot us a DM. We'll turn around, toss it out to our listeners, see what we can do for you. Yeah, this one's from Kelly with an IE. She says, I'm hoping you or your listeners can help me out here. My Mm. husband's friend is a perpetual bachelor. Okay. He dates a girl for a few months, introduces her around, brings her to group functions, stuff like that, then dumps her once it's gotten too serious. Oh. Now, because the friend and my husband are close, I become the new best friend for the girlfriend du jour during camping trips, double dates, sports games, happy hours with our group. The bachelor's charming. And has the women believing everything is perfect until the breakup blindside. Oh. They are devastated, and I end up having to deal with the tearful phone calls and get-togethers while they ask me what went wrong. Mm. 
The most recent breakup involving a fragile woman with no close friends or family in town. I felt rude for not returning all the frantic calls and texts from this woman, but I'm frustrated that this draining duty always seems to fall on me. Mm. I've talked to The Bachelor about it. He says no one's forcing me to be friends with his girlfriends, Uh -uh. and that's true. But it's hard not to act like a decent human being to these women. So how do I avoid this pitfall in the future? Yeah, that's tough because it's, you know, the excuse, well, you don't have to be friends with them. But yeah, you're going to be nice to them. And then naturally you guys chat and you build a relationship too. And, and it's like, yes. what? who's Kelly going to chat with while they're out, if not the new girl? Exactly. I mean, and she can't just sit there and like ignore them all the time and yeah. not like, you know, be friendly because it's <laughs> just be like, you know, I like your friend and everything. But um, his wife is really rude. I, man, I guess you could tell, you, you know, if he says, hey, um, you don't have to be friends with them, and you say, well, I'm, you know, being friendly with them, and it just happens, I can't help it that people are naturally attracted to me, you know? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, then, you know, maybe you just say, well, then I'm just going to start throwing you under the bus, you know, and giving him, well, yeah, he has issues, and this is his issues, and sorry you didn't see that before. It's tough because, I mean, what if he does happen to come across a girl who might change his ways, be the be the right girl to, you know, tie him down? And so, yeah, I mean, she's in a position where you she's going to always have to be friendly with these women because one of them might stick around Mm -hmm. and you never know which one that's going to be. Right, right. But I get why she feels drained because it seems to happen a lot. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. And then, yeah, she's it's always the women that are cleaning up after the mess, trying to console them and all that kind of stuff. That's tough. It's, it is emotionally draining. So what what are we telling her here? Ah, I, I don't know. I mean, unless we, you know, you tell the guy, listen, don't start bringing a, a girl around doing group dates, trips or whatever, unless you think this one is solid and is going to stick around. You know, Justin does bring up a good point and says, just don't give them your number and set boundaries like that. Yeah. That I mean, could but, be too, yeah. Yeah, but there's so many different ways other than a phone to get a hold of someone now. Like, mm-hmm. you can just send them a DM or whatever. And, right, if yeah, they become Facebook friends, yeah, something you know, like that. follow each other on social media, but, that's how they can reach out. But I, but I get it, I get it for a like boundary standpoint where... If you don't give them your number or, or social media handles or something like that, I don't know. I, I, that that in and of itself seems kind of rude, especially if she's like, hey, hey, give me your number. I'll text you. I, yeah, I, exactly. I mean, what are you going to say? You, you can't say no. No, <laughs> no you're nope. probably not going to be around in a month, so <laughs> I don't want to get emotionally invested in you. It's just easier for both of us if we just don't and we don't. Yeah, Amy says, treat them like a coworker at a restaurant and be nice, but not learn about their life until at least six months. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I mean, All that, right. yes, I guess in theory that could work. It's kind of hard in the moment if you're just trying to make idle chit chat and that sort of thing just kind of comes up. It's like, oh, what do you do? You know, whatever, blah, 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 blah. You know, and I you know. guys start to just talk. Yeah. How long do you just keep that really polite conversation going if you're mm-hmm. like months in? Yeah. That's why I'm thinking we just tell the guy, listen, don't be, don't bring people to group dates and trips and stuff unless you think like she's going to stick around because it's kind of exhausting <laughs> to get to know all of your ladies but maybe he and does then you break up with them and then they're calling me forever and I'm cleaning up after you like I feel like she's got to have a a come to Jesus talk or have her husband 
talk to yeah. him about that. Like, we're the ones cleaning up after you. You can just gloriously break up and never talk to them again, but they're still contacting us trying to figure it out. Yeah, that's uh, that's just a tough situation for, for you it's, to be in. And, and yeah. Um, you want to be supportive of the guy if he's trying, if he's literally trying to find love and he's just not, you know, getting there with these women. You, I guess you have to try to figure out, okay, is he going to just always be a serial bachelor and he's fine with that? Or is he literally trying to make a real connection, just hasn't done it yet? Mm-hmm. Well, good luck. I think you do need to bring your husband into this, though. Yeah. And and I think as a team, you guys can, uh, you at least have him to be there as your support the next time this happens. Right. I don't know if we helped. Did we? It's almost like, you know what it feels like? It feels like if you're like a single parent. Mm-hmm. And you're you're much more cautious bringing people that you're dating around your kids, right? You wait until you know there's potential for the long term. Yeah. And maybe that's what we do with the friends. I mean, but that would be on The Bachelor, not her. Exactly. We need to have the conversation to maybe suggest that. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, good luck. Let us know how it all works. It's Ben and Kelly on 9970JX. What's a setting the bar story again, Kelly? It's an example of what not to do or a situation we hope you don't find yourself in. Look, mistakes are a part of life. They happen, right? Yeah. So if you can manage to make it through the day without accidentally charging customers almost $4,500 for two cups of coffee, you're doing okay. Oh, wow. (laughs) That is pricey coffee. Yeah, it happened on the whole tip part of the uh, thing. Now, a couple. Oh, on the tip. Yeah, a couple in Tulsa got a couple coffees there at Starbucks. A sticky number four button on the credit machine accidentally racked up a tip for $4,444.44. That's really good service. (laughs) (laughs) love it i am worth it so the bigger issue though is how long it's been since they've gotten any sort of refund in fact i as as of now they still hadn't gotten anything it was four thousand four hundred and forty four dollars and forty four cents this is a real shock we contacted their customer service helpline probably 30 40 times that day they assured us that they are sending new checks new checks which i thought okay isn't this a case where you could just go in and like credit them because you have their credit card couldn't you do that but i guess they're sending checks but as of today we still have not fully finished the situation we still haven't received checks yeah well <laughs> I'm sure it's coming. I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. But man, what a oh, mistake. Wow. <laughs> like in the moment, you know, because in the moment you're you're like, "Well, why didn't you look at your thing?" Like in the moment, are you looking at your receipt every time? Probably no, not. No, a lot of us don't. We yeah. just grab it and go. Yeah, exactly. And then it isn't until later that you're looking like, <laughs> "Wait, Hang on a second. is that right?" Hang on a second. And like half the time, I don't even get a receipt. I'm like, "Nah, you're good." Oh, I know, I know, especially if it's something like for coffee or in the drive-thru or something. I'm right. like, nah, I don't need it. Right, exactly. So Maybe um, I need it now. Let's just double-check. Maybe that is a, a good <laughs> That's a good lesson here. Double-check receipts and all that. So if you can manage to make it through the day without accidentally charging customers $4,500 for a couple cups of coffee, then you're doing okay. Oh, wow. Yeah. That, that is must be real good coffee. Real good coffee they got over there. <laughs> um, all right, coming up next... Um, it's a little Ben and Kelly court. Does the apple fall far from the tree when it comes to father's son's infidelity? There's a mom who says that is the case. 
Right. And then, so you were basically, do you judge the son based on what the father has done in the past? Yep, that is coming up next. Ben Davis, Kelly K Show, 99.7 DJX, and it's another Ben and Kelly Court. Uh, this is where you send us a message, Show at gmail.com. It's simple. All we do is we toss it out to our listeners and see if we can get a ruling either in your favor or the other person's favor who is not represented at all. Right. They're not <laughs> able to you know, lobby a defense or anything. We're just getting one side of the story, but we're still going to pick a side. That's right. Kelly, so, got this one? Yes. This one says, hey there, Ben and Kelly. I'm in an interesting situation. I just found out that my mom used to date the father of my boyfriend. Mm -hmm. We've only been seeing each other a couple of months. Mm -hmm. Now, my aunt warned me that the situation could be awkward because their relationship was serious. My mom told me that she found out that he was a serial cheater and is now warning me that one of the top signs on whether a man will be a cheater is to look at their father, a.k.a. my boyfriend's dad. Oh. So what should I do? Is my mom right? Should I give this guy a shot or just kind of cut my losses, assuming he's going to follow the same path? Oh, wow. Okay. Well, I know we could weigh in favor of either the plaintiff or the defendant, but I I thought we should probably bring some a expert legal, expert. legal advice into yeah. the situation. And that's where we introduce Daryl Isaacs, owner of Isaacs and Isaacs. Good morning, AKA sir. the hammer. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning. So now I know that you deal with personal injury most of the time. Uh, This is not your wheelhouse. Not necessarily uh, relationships, but you're the closest thing we had to something of a legal expert with this case. You've been in the courtroom we have. (laughs) Remember this, you all. You get what you pay for. I'll give you advice. Uh, all right, so 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 Daryl, um, her boyfriend's dad used to date her mom. Man, that is a yeah. I'm trying to wrap my brain around that one. Right, and Are he cheated. So <laughs> she's wondering, do I just dump the guy, assuming he's going to cheat like his dad, or do we realize he's a separate person mm-hmm. and give him a shot? Okay. She's got to realize he's a person given the second shot. You can, you know, otherwise that's what discrimination is. If one person wrongs someone and you hate everyone associated with that person, be it class, race, religion, sex, then you're discriminating. So that's she ought right. at least give him a shot until he becomes a serial cheater. Then she can dump him. Okay. <laughs> really, really well, solid point that, of view. That is. And, you know, and I don't have all that legal jargon that uh, Daryl Isaacs is able to pull out. Um, I don't have <laughs> 30 years under my belt with uh, <laughs> law. But uh, I will say that, you know, I know from personal experience that, you know, my, my dad cheated on my mom. They got a divorce. But, like, I'm I'm not a cheater. So I can just say and look at this and go, well. I know my personal situation is not the same. I did not follow in my father's footsteps. Right. So. You can't assume right. that the apple is always going to fall from the same tree and act the same way. Right. I agree. I mean, everybody deserves a second chance. Everybody deserves a shot. Who knows? If she doesn't give him a shot, maybe she's missing out on true happiness and true love. But yeah, look again, that. there's no guarantees in life. You just have to work hard and hope for the best. Hang on. Did, did, You're a romantic. Did, I was going to say, did we just uncover that Daryl Isaacs is a romantic at heart? <laughs> I think there's a lot of people would argue that I'm not. 
He's a lover, not a fighter. He's a lover, yeah. not a fighter. <laughs> Daryl Isaacs, Isaacs and Isaacs is weighing in. So so we're weighing in uh, favor of, I don't know, the plaintiff, uh, the, the, the person. Give him a shot. Yeah, give him a shot. Give All him right. a shot. Give him a shot. Give, give him a, a shot. shot. Young love. And then he can become like a lot of people suspect or he might surprise her and then she might find true happiness and. She'll be glad she gave him a shot. There it exactly. Is. Oh, I like that. I like ending. that, too. That's uh, good. Daryl Isaacs from Isaacs and Isaacs there weighing in on Ben and Kelly Court. Is her mom right? No. Mom. <laughs> Not necessarily. <laughs> we are siding against the mom. We're siding in favor of the boyfriend. Right. Giving him a chance. All right. There Hashtag it is. Hashtag young love. 99.7 DJX. It's Ben Davis, Kelly K Show. I want to thank uh, Daryl Isaacs for popping in on the show once again with us. It's always nice to... You know, talk to some of the people who uh, support the show and things like that. So that's always and good. And add some credibility, I think, some <laughs> right. legal credibility. Legal credibility, which <laughs> this show is severely lacking. So yes. um, both legalness and credibility. So, you know, it's all that. Yeah. Um, hey, if you missed anything from the show, you can always catch up. Podcast, WDJX.com. Uh, we got a lot of stuff from today's show to get uh, on the podcast. Everything from misconnections, which is always wild. Mm-hmm. setting the bar stories a simple situation at least it seems like a simple situation between renee and her husband's snooze button yeah but i mean this struck a nerve with a lot of people that you could tell there's there are lots of couples yeah. dealing with this situation and a lot of people are tossing out things that are working for them so maybe she can incorporate some of them find a solution to help her get some better sleep yep yep 100 percent. so uh you can see it the thread up on the website or and uh, up on the Facebook page, I should say, I should say um, Ben and Kelly show. All right. What else, Kelly? Um, on the website, there were rumors of a scuffle, a fight, if you will, backstage at the Grammys. Mm. Entertainment Involving Tonight has Cardi B? video. Cardi B mm-hmm. yelling at, um, at Takeoff. Yep. It was this was over takeoffs, uh, you know, tribute. Right. So yelling at Quavo right. and Offset. Yep. And they were apparently getting it, and and they now were kind of denying it. It ever happened. Well, they've got the video now that kind of shows not, it did. Yeah, I was gonna say it's not video of them. It's video of the audio. So exactly, you can, you can hear them. But yeah, right. 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 So yeah, you can see all of that. Dive in on the website wdjx.com, and then at noon. Be checking the notifications, uh, 99.7 DJX on Facebook, Wet Nose Wednesday. We feature an adoptable animal from our friends at the Kentucky Humane Society each and every week. Find out who needs a home today at noon. All right, guys. Have a good one. We'll talk to you then. Okay, bye.